On today's podcast, we have Evie Ellis. She is with Eyelet and Ivy, a classic children's clothing line that specializes in Pima cotton and comfort. Hey, hey, hey. How are you doing? What have you been I'm up to? I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm just doing the same old, same old. Oh my gosh. How long mm-hmm. has it been? Last time I saw you was when we came out to Waco yeah. and y'all did a home show. Yeah. I can't remember who I came out there with, but I brought a friend. Yes. Um, and did we go to dinner too? I think we were over at Allison's house, right? Yes, we were at Allison's house. Okay. And you had a show and it was so nice to finally meet the two of y'all. Because I know. Because it's kind of confusing because your name is Evie. Right. And then the company's name is Islet and Ivy. Yes. Yes. Okay. A lot of people think it's Islet and Evie. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about you forget Allison <laughs> but it is not it is it is definitely um Ivy and not my name but I do have some people that get confused especially some of my mom's friends oh well that happens with the yeah. rest of us they yeah. always like get confused it's all in good fun yeah well, how, did, how did you come up with the name Islet and Ivy did you come up with it well we came up with it Allison and I came up with it together and um the name okay well we both love eyelet it's like a real pretty lace and then ivy is we just thought of it's like a southern style plant that we both liked you know it grows on a lot of houses back where i'm from um in mississippi and she's from birmingham so that's kind of how we came up with it i mean you know, we love those little added details like eyelet and lace on our clothes. And then Ivy, we thought was something, you know, kind of different. And we kind of tried to make it the Ivy part of our flower and our logo. Oh, cute. Yeah. Well, how did the two of y'all meet? Because okay. Allison's, your, Allison's your business partner. Right. And I've, and I've connected with her at when we did, well, when y'all did the home show ages yes. ago yes. I mean that was <laughs> we're gonna have to figure out how long ago that was that was ages yes. ago it was probably about seven or eight years ago because we started the business eight years ago oh my goodness I know crazy it's been that long well how did you start it why don't you let's just let's just dive in tell me you know who you are and where you're from and sure. how you got to where like all the good stuff okay well um my name is Evie Ellis And I grew up in Mississippi in a small town called Leland. It's in the Mississippi Delta. It's kind of the northwest part of the state. And the bigger town next to me, like where I went to high school, was called Greenville. You may have heard of that. Or Mm -hmm. Greenwood is another bigger town um, pretty close to where I live as well. And so grew up there and then um, went to college in Waco. I went to Baylor. Oh, and that's yeah, how y'all. That's how I ended up here. <laughs> oh. I know. So I didn't. Um, I lived in Dallas for a long time before my husband and I moved back to Waco. But um, I started off. Yeah, that's how I got to Texas and married a Texan, and then never went back. I mean, you know, love Mississippi, but um, now I feel like Texas has kind of grown on me, and it's kind of my home. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, how did you and Allison meet? Okay. So Allison and I, we both were hosting trunk shows for other brands. Okay. It was like right after we had kids. And so we were both in Waco and we were hosting shows and we would like have our shows together. And so we just kind of became friends that way. And we both like loved helping our customers design kids clothes and that was kind of like, you know, how we started. We were, you know, probably making about 50 cents on the, on the hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> and our husbands were actually the ones that were like, have y'all thought about like doing this yourselves? Cause you really enjoy it so much and you guys work together so well. And so that's kind of how Islet and Ivy was born, um, eight years ago. And we just kind of like, took a risk and did it and it's continuing to grow and we're still enjoying it, which is don't crazy. You, don't you think that I let an Ivy fit a niche market that wasn't there because y'all yes. focus on Pima cotton. And while there's 
other brands that do baby clothes like Kissy Kissy and some other right. ones, they don't have they don't have the, the children's clothes and the tween. And then y'all are starting to do adult stuff too. Right. Um, yeah, I think that's where we saw there was like um, a market um, possibility because we felt like as our girls were growing, while we love to dress them classically and beautiful, you know, classic yeah. style clothing, we, they were kind of pushing back. Our girls were especially on, they wanted them to be comfortable. They felt like, you know, the, the, the woven smock. cottons were, yeah, the smocked look was a little more scratchy. And so we wanted to still keep them looking sweet and in those, you know, soft colors. Um, so that was kind of where we, we saw a potential because, you know, you could buy kissy kissy up to a certain size, but once they got to be about, you know, three and three and up, it was hard yeah. to find those soft knits. And so that's kind of where we, you know, really have like, um, pushed our brand and pretty much anything that we make, I feel like it's, we really look at like, okay, it's got to be soft. It's got to be comfy because we want the kids to want to wear it as well. You know, you don't want just a bunch of clothes hanging in your closet that you bought that your kids won't wear because um, we've all been there. <laughs> and you, have did y'all add an athletic line too? So what? we we have added um, just as our girls have gotten older because now our girls are, you know, tween, the older ones are tweens. We um, added kind of more active wear styles because those are what our girls are wanting to wear. And, you know, it kind of like even Rebecca is nine and she loves to wear her active wear. And so um, we just kind of wanted to like expand the brand and grow it with, a, with our girls. And so, yeah, we've done more active wear and um, we've really actually focused more on some tween stuff. Um, but still have kind of like, you know, obviously all of our sweet styles for um, little girls and boys as well. Well, I'm so glad that you do it because Sailor Kate has a very strong personality. Uh -huh. and she has a very, um, sen her own sense of style, if you will. And uh -huh. so Islet and Ivy really got us from, you know, the baby gate. Yeah, yeah. I got us from when she was starting to give me that pushback and mm -hmm. I was having to put her in like crazier clothes and it really got me to keep her in. I know this is tough for some parents, but in that sweet spot for right. a, a longer because right. of the, all the things that you identified and already said mm -hmm. softness is the biggest thing because she doesn't like anything. Like you said, scratchy, itchy, uncomfortable yes. too tight or too loose, you know, right. Have, just the right concoction. And so the dresses that Islet and Ivy that you guys have, you know, they grow with you. So whereas like mm -hmm. she would wear it and it would hit her ankles, she could wear it with leggings and then little shorts afterwards. And it became mm -hmm. like really sweet. Mm -hmm. I have y'all's pieces. I have several of y'all's pieces in our keepsake box. That's how they're such, <laughs> well, Pima Cotton, I don't, do you want to explain what Pima Cotton is and why it's better? Yeah. Y'all are sure. We do. And actually, we do do a lot of Pima Cotton, but we also have, like, worked really hard with our manufacturers to come up with alternative soft cottons that feel like Pima, look like, you know, it's the same kind of, like, wearability um, where they're also, you know, sustainable. They'll last longer. They wash well. There's not you know, it's kind of always annoying when you get an outfit and like two washes later, it's starting to pile and get those little balls on it. So we've really worked hard with our manufacturer over the years to improve our cotton and, you know, tried different weights and things like that to figure out like what does work the best and what works well for printing, what works well for shrinkage, um, things like that. But yeah, Pima cotton in general is just a very durable fi fiber. It's super soft. It's why, you know, so many of those newborn clothes are made with it. Um, and like I said, it does last longer. It tends to last, you know, longer than re regular cotton. I, I was looking at the website last night and mm -hmm. if anybody is looking for next spring or summer, y'all have a very y'all have always always have good sales so if somebody's looking mm -hmm. here they need to go on your website because 
they can get diaper covers and swimsuits and shirts and shorts for next year. And they're such classic pieces. It's not going to be out of style. Yes. But anyways, I, I, I thought, ooh, I'd like some joggers and a matching top and that. I mean, I was <laughs> things that I, I, was, I thought, hey, can I get her? I need to get her on the phone and tell her, like, look, can you make it my size? <laughs> Yeah, I know we do. We do. We have been adding some more mom things in there. And especially because my girls are, you know, maybe my number two and number three still like to match me. Um, oh. So that's kind of been fun. Well, um, especially like with pajamas, we do do a lot of um, loungewear type styles. Yes. And um, we do make those for moms as well. And then, yeah, some of those sweatshirts we make for the for the moms. Um, and I find myself, I mean, I live in them myself, you know, I wear them as well. And Allison too, we just, we like a comfy look. Yeah. It's super cute. And, um, I have, I have an idea for a style. I need to, I need to send your way for us. Please do. My, my daughter, I've gotten so many compliments on it and I think that you could, um, rework it to fit with your brand, Mm -hmm. but uh, sailors, said mama I want that but it needs to have cherry blossoms on it it needs to be a cherry blossom pattern uh-huh. and I thought oh I know the perfect person that can <laughs> rework this and because it, it would be it would be super cute because sometimes if the kids see the moms wearing it yeah then they they say oh that's so cute on you I want one and then you're like yeah yeah you do and I have it in the closet already waiting for you to wear with me <laughs> that's great. oh my gosh okay well how did let's back up for a second yeah how did, I mean, I know that, you, you know, you went to school and you, you know, you met your husband in Texas and stuff and you met Allison and y'all started, but, um, can you take me back a little bit, how you met your husband and, you know, what was growing up was like for you so we could get to okay. know you a little bit better. Sure. Um, well, you know, growing up in Mississippi, um, it was great. I really love Mississippi and I try to get back there as much as I can. My parents are still there. My brother and his family are there have lots of cousins and aunts. Um, but, you know, I kind of always, my mother went to Baylor, grandfather went to Baylor. So it was kind of always in my blood that I would go um, to Waco. And <laughs> so I ended up here and actually met my husband um, in college. Um, but then we, we didn't really get together until like 10 years later. So Um, He finished up his medical school and was doing his fellowship in Dallas and we reconnected. And um, so that's kind of how that all worked out. And then prior to that, I had been working um, and after college, I worked in Dallas at some large ad agencies. And then I ended up over at Verizon for eight years in their corporate marketing department and did television campaigns and radio and print and things like that and um just really kind of got a lot of great corporate experience so when I I feel like when I was started the business um I kind of already had some good business background which I feel like in marketing experience which probably which helped us um but I also you know feel like you know when you work with manufacturers globally um, I wasn't intimidated really because I'd already worked, you know, in, in the corporate environment all those years. So it was kind of like managing the ad agency is kind of the way I handle managing, um, the manufacturers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know, like gar- garbage in, garbage out. I mean, <laughs> yes. Kinda... And finding a manufacturer that you like, that you could trust, yeah. that communicates well. Yes. That- they're going to do what they're going to do and they're going to do it. Yeah. And that shipping is it a huge hassle and you don't oh, have yeah. tariffs and stuff that you <laughs> pay for. I yes. Mean, you know this because you've had a clothing business. I yeah. mean, there are so many just like hiccups along the way. Um, I do find though that like the more proactive we are, the more like upfront planning we do, that the better the product, the better um, the shipping, you know, everything is just, I mean, we're already planning right now for fall of 2023. It just, it just helps to be so far ahead of the game, um, because it can be a little bit daunting at times. And, you know, there, there are issues that come up sometimes with shipping and customs and, 
you know, I mean, and it took forever to find good manufacturers. That's another thing. It's just, you know, we would have loved to have found somebody in the States, but as you know, it's just, um, I feel like 95% of, I think I read something like 95% of the clothes manufactured um, are out of our country. And so it's just really hard to find a good um, manufacturer in the States. You'd have to get with another company that that's what they already do. And you, they would have to be kind of the same sort of cotton that you're, they're manufacturing. Because even if you were to go to like where Redland and Cotton, you know, they manufacture their own cotton. But right. they do it for sheets and mm-hmm. that that kind of materials. And you need something else. So, I mean, they do everything in-house. But the price point is definitely affected. And it's right. So it gets softer after you use it. It's not soft up front. Mm -hmm. So for y'all, I mean, Um, we have probably about five different factories we use, but yeah, we do have El Salvador and really all over the world. Um, Because if one can't do what you want, you got to go to the other one, but it's so good that you have more than one that you can rely on and trust. And that you've got to the point where, you know, when I started my clothing business, you know, everything I did was pre-orders. So mm-hmm. I got pre-orders so then I could pay the manufacturer. So then we could place the order and, you know, and I didn't have any profit at that point. And then you, you know, you ship out everything that you've, everybody's ordered. And then whatever you sell left over is kind of like, hopefully you make some money on that. And, but the longer you do it, or if you have capital already built up to where you're like, okay, well, I need, this many in this size, this many in this size. And y'all have been doing this so long. So now y'all can order everything and have it already like in your yeah. online store. Do y'all still do pop-ups and stuff or is everything uh, fine? So yeah, we actually do still do pre-orders here. I was going to just step back on that because we do, we do still do pre-orders a lot um, because, you know, and we do do things in stock, but I will say it really does help us because um, it's still hard to forecast, you know, like what's going to sell well Mm -hmm. and you don't want to put all your money into something and then it tank. So we do, we do do pre-orders still, but we have tried to like cut down that timeline. So maybe we have like fabrics already in stock, you know, so we can, the pre-order timeframe isn't as long. Right. Because um, before that, when I would do pre-orders, I mean, it would be, I mean, months and months and months and months and months. I mean, you yeah. in August to get something and, you know, ho- you know, shipping around, well, hopefully October, but probably November, but you get it in time for Christmas. Right. You know, so it was, and, and you just never knew, like you said, with shipping and then the pandemic. How right. Did how did y'all navigate that? Well, I mean, yeah, it was a tough time because, you know, Allison and our moms first. So we were homeschooling like everybody else and trying to run a business. Um, It was a challenge. And especially in 2020, because everything was so delayed getting here. Oh, my goodness. Um, I think some of our swimsuits didn't make it until like June or July even. And so what we tried to do to appease our customers was um, we upsized people. So like, let's so we were, you know, if they ordered a six and they knew their child wouldn't be able to wear it much this year, we would message them and be like, is it okay if we send you a seven and she can wear it next summer? Um, we just really, our customers were so forgiving and help, you know, just were great to, with us during that time. Cause it really was just, so hectic for all of us um, and stressful. And yeah, I just, that, that was a year that I'm glad it's behind us. Right. Oh my goodness. I know, but y'all have a very good loyal fan base. We do. We have great, we love our customers. But really that, <laughs> that stands behind <laughs> y'all because y'all have such a good bond and your products that you do are so good. I mean, Everything is so sweet and so soft and classic. So if somebody's looking for a classic children's clothing line and they don't want to do smocked clothes, they don't want anything that feels too formal or too stuffy or, you know, if their kid can't play in it, if that's Mm -hmm. what they feel, 
with that. I mean, I put Sailor wore everything and I just let her get it messed up and just soak it. But that's beside the point. That's beside the point because I would just buy a thrift store smart clothes and just let her have fun in them. But the the eyelet ivy is is what you're looking for because it is soft. And I think that y'all were on the forefront of all that stuff because there wasn't anything like your clothing line until y'all came up with this. Yeah. And then I feel like other people kind of piggybacked on what you guys are doing. Right. Right. I mean, we do feel that way, but you know, I mean, I'm glad there's more options out there now for kids so that, you know, they do. Like a look cute. Yeah, they can still look sweet, but they don't whine about wearing the outfits. You know, they can they can be comfortable and, you know, they can play so easily in the clothes. So, yeah, I'm glad there are more options for our girls, you know, because that was that was kind of an issue when when they were getting to be that age around three ish, four ish, you know. And then. And then y'all's, your models, y'all's kids all model for you, right? They do. Yeah. Our kids. And then it's our, you know, friends, kids. Um, we have shoots. Allison has since moved to Oxford, Mississippi. What? Um, yeah. Yeah. She moved. It's been about three or four years. And I know her husband. Um, left you. That's so rude. I know. I know. Well, her husband got a great job at Ole Miss. Oh. And so, um, yeah, so they moved and we've still been doing the business in um, two separate locations and it's worked out well. I mean, you know, she manages all the the warehouse and the shipping and um, she can do all that in Oxford. And then I manage all the marketing and the manufacturing and then we design everything together. But that's um, we just do those on FaceTime calls typically. So, yeah, it's crazy. It's worked out. But, um, oh, my point being is that we have photo shoots in Oxford and in Waco. I love um, it. Yeah. So we have a, lot, a variety of models that way. And, you know, that way. Our kid, our older girls are, you know, 13 or almost 13. So they're they're kind of like tapped out. Um, <laughs> they're like, but, Mom, we've been doing this now for 10 years. Exactly. They're we like, don't want these baby clothes but they're not I mean y'all your business has evolved and grown as your children have grown that's true yeah I mean my oldest one will still wear the clothes she just doesn't want to model anymore you know (laughs) which is funny um but you know she's a seventh grader I get it (laughs) children do you have you have Uh, three I have three girls yep okay Um, three girls and what are their ages Okay, the oldest is Jane Evelyn, and she'll be 13 later this month. And then Kathleen is 11, and Rebecca is 9. Oh, man, you have those planned out like to a T. <laughs> I know. They really are like, yeah, every other year. <laughs> every other year. Okay. Well, do you want to tell us a little bit about Rebecca? Because she's, yes. she's, she's one of your models, and she's the baby of the family. And she has a special place in everybody's heart, I feel like, don't you? Yes. Oh, she does. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Rebecca was born with Down syndrome, and she just turned nine uh, this past Friday. Um, She's doing great, and she is a lot of the reason why I started the business with Allison, um, because when she was born, she was a surprise. I mean, she wasn't a surprise. We knew we were having her, but she was born. The Down syndrome diagnosis was a surprise for us. And, um, you know, it was, it was a lot to take in when, when she was born. Um, but I guess for me, one of the statistics that I read about after she was born was that 70% of moms that get a diagnosis with down syndrome typically decide to abort their child and can you believe that and yeah and in like um european countries that number is um in some places like britain is 90 percent and it's just shocked it shocked me um and it really for me was like kind of like um, kind of the reason why I started the business is because I wanted to advocate for children with Down syndrome 
and just, you know, show Rebecca and all the beauty and how wonderful she is and how, how she just, you know, lights up a room when she walks in and um, she really does. I mean, she's been such a joy for our family and, you know, wasn't what we had planned, obviously, but I wouldn't trade her for the world. And um, we just, I just kind of hope that maybe if a mom gets a diagnosis like that, that they remember Rebecca in our advertising. We have other kids with Down syndrome in our advertising as well. Um, but maybe they'll be like, you know, um, I remember that cute girl and that ad and um, she was living her life to the fullest. And, yes. you know, maybe this isn't su- such a bad diagnosis because, um, you know, I'm here to vouch for the fact that she's, you know, she was such she's been such an inspiration to our family and definitely given us a whole nother perspective on life um and she's a gift we just truly believe she's a gift from god 100 percent, she's a gift when i um would see the pictures of all the models lined up yeah she definitely steals the show steals the show every time with that smile it's so cool <laughs> and she is she's she is a beauty and um i do hope that that message reaches others that have that conversation in their head when they get that diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you're younger, you might have a preconceived notion of how you might view a different life or a lifestyle or a diagnosis. And then when you're in your realm of possibilities, you know, you kind of weigh your options. Like how would I treat that if that happened in my situation? Mm -hmm. And I've been continually encouraged by the mother's you know, all the joy that I see. I mean, it just, is she happy all the time? I mean, she is, she is a happy person in general, but I, I mean, you know, she has her moments. I mean, she, she, she can, she can be just like any other kid and that she's, you know, gets mad at her sisters or me or, you know, she can definitely, um, you know, cause problems at times. <laughs> Well, she had, she just had a birthday and she had like a jogathon or something, right? Yes. Yeah. They, uh, the school had a jogathon and so she ran a few laps around the track and with her friends and yeah, I mean, she's just, she's a lot, she's a hoot. She's very funny. I think too, being the baby of the family, she likes to, you know, be the center of attention and charm everybody. And so do you think that she's going to retire from modeling anytime soon? Or do you think you got to model for a while? Isn't that hilarious? I know. I I mean, I never really like planned on any of my kids being quote models. Like that is not, you know, that's not what we had on our plans for our children, but um, you know, she's really good at it and she She loves doing it. Yeah. She does it. And she's like, she nails it all the time. She's been doing this since she was a baby. She's like, I'm a mom. Yeah. Does she, does she tell people that she's a model? <laughs> no, I mean, no, she doesn't, but she definitely will ham it up. If you like give her, give her a chance, you know, um, she's, she's so funny. She loves to take videos of herself. <laughs> um, <laughs> in fact, I have the, I have a funny story recently. Um, we have a TikTok account, by the way, and um, we don't post on there frequently, but I did have an intern from Baylor that was helping me with that. And she was posting because that's kind of more um, in their, you know, age group, <laughs> right, right. I feel like, than mine. Um, and anyway, Rebecca somehow got on my TikTok account and posted a couple of videos of herself. <laughs> like you have to be wearing eyelet and ivy Rebecca if you're going to be doing that I know I know I mean the funny well actually one of, one of the videos she was wearing eyelet and ivy I was like oh great you've got a dress on but um <laughs> <laughs> but I just I mean I deleted them as soon as I figured it out um but I was like what are you doing she's just she's a mess I mean she keeps me on my toes for sure I think Sailor would have fun with her because they would just have too much fun together. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they would. And how old Sailor now? Sailor is going to be 11. Okay. Yeah. So she'll be 11 next month. Mm-hmm. And um, she 
is in special ed for uh-huh. dysgraphia, which is a dyslexia for mathematics. And mm-hmm. if I say, you know, it wrong, that's just part of my charm. Um, you know, I don't always pronounce the words correctly, but I think I'm, I think I'm regurgitating the information correctly. So bear with me. Mm-hmm. But she has that, and then it's slow to processing and slow to for her. Um, she's under on a short term memory, and so those are things that we're working on with her. Mm-hmm. And, um, but she's, she's a joy as well. She's super, um, she's getting into her, finding her sense of humor. We've been working with her on having a sense of humor because really, truly you're, you, that has to be, I mean, some people you think, oh, they're just naturally funny, but if you're not doing that jibbing and jabbing and, you know, teasing and stuff growing up, I mean, it's really is a learned skill, how to take things and what sarcasm is and what's funny. And so that's something that we're trying to, you know, work on with her. And then of course, you know, she's going to be in middle school next year. And so you have to have a little bit thicker skin. for Right. right. So we're, we're continually praying over middle school because, yeah. Um, you know, because you have two girls that one that's through it and one that's in it. So um, don't scare me too badly. But if you, <laughs> if you have any motherly advice for me, please um, give it to me because I, I, I need all the help I can get. Yeah, I get it. I know middle school's tough. It's It was tough on me, I remember. <laughs> yeah, it was tough on me too. I remember yeah. cr- crying a lot. Yeah, um, me too. I had, I mean, I had a girl, I had several girlfriends I was really close with. And I had lots of good memories and lots of periods of growth that were good. But I, I mean, I do remember, you know, having a struggle moment in school, having struggle moments with myself and feelings getting hurt and things like that. Mm -hmm. It didn't, it didn't, you know, I was in a smaller situation. I was, I went to private Christian school at Mm -hmm. that time. I think I got it a lot lighter than I would Mm -hmm. have. I've been immersed in like a busy, busy bee public school situation. I don't know if I could have handled it as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do your kids go to public school or do they go to private school? They're in public school. Yep. We're in, yep. we're in Midway school district, which is a great school district here. So yeah, uh-huh. there's, there's not a um, private school for Rebecca, which is unfortunate. Um, there wasn't that option, but the public school's great. So we've just been, you know, I mean, well, I, I, the public school worked out good for us. We couldn't have gone to private school looking back now because she, Sailor needs to have a teacher that specializes in special ed and yes, has all the accommodations for her. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do, I do struggle with the fact of, oh, if she went to private school, she would be in a smaller class size. The teacher would get to spend more time with her. You know, maybe she wouldn't need to be in special ed because she would get the extra help. Mm-hmm. But then the teachers, that's not fair to the other children. And then the teachers, they don't have the training and the education that her teachers from the public school have. Right. Like they right. went to extra school and they have extra training and everything specifically. And they deal with all the things that Sailor needs yeah. help with and yeah. same with Rebecca I mean any accommodation yeah. she needs you know extra time or sit in the front of the classroom or right you know speech and, therapy yes speech <laughs> oh my gosh we're in speech for five years uh-huh we graduated speech and then went to math <laughs> yeah but um yeah so is Rebecca in speech she is yeah she does she doesn't have uh she has a little delay with her speech um you know, she can communicate well, oh, yeah. get her point across, but sometimes people can't understand her. And so we continually work with that. We do speech in the school and we do speech um, outside of school. And yeah, I mean, her, you know, that's probably her biggest um, disability, honestly. I mean, you know, the, the Down syndrome, but also the speech. Um, yeah. But part of that too is she's a girl and she's busy and she's just trying to tell you what she needs to tell you. You're right. She's, and she's done with working all day. She's already worked all day. So right. to you, her words are just a bubble and you have to be able to read that bubble because she doesn't want to take the time to articulate or hold right. she's tired. Does she like her speech teacher at school? Sailor yeah. loves. Taylor loved going to speech. She loved getting yes. pulled out of class and feeling uh-huh. special. 
and I think a lot of the kids that are in special ed and they call it SPED now for those that don't know, they call it SPED in the public school system, which is short for special ed. But when I was growing up in the eighties and nineties, you know, when I heard a special ed, I thought of kids in wheelchairs that couldn't talk, that needed help mm-hmm. changing their diapers or their bags. It was a severe situation. You know, they didn't have mm-hmm. ability from the neck down or whatever. But now everybody has an IEP. <laughs> it does seem that I mean, way. IEP is it, um, what does it stand for? Individualized Education Program, I believe. Plan or something. It's basically, plan. it's a plan in place. Specific, specifically made for your child that the school district has to follow in order to accommodate them and, and meet their needs. And so every year we have an ARD meeting to mm-hmm. discuss what the IEP is going to be, make sure we're on the same page. And I, if I hadn't had somebody tell me this is what you needed to do, I wouldn't have known to do that. Did you have somebody that helped you navigate with well, Rebecca? You know what? I'm so lucky because my sister um, has a degree in special education and a master's in reading. Oh. And so um, she like taught at Notre Dame School in Dallas, which is a school specifically for kids with Down syndrome. Shut up. Are you kidding? Yes. Yes. Before I had Rebecca. Oh my Isn't gosh. That crazy. I know. It was such like a God wink because. Oh, for sure. You know, um, so when I had Rebecca, I mean, she was just so happy for me because, you know, she had been around all these wonderful kids growing up. I mean, or, or after college. Yeah. And um, so she has helped me so much, you know, whenever I have, you know, issues or questions about the IEP and things. She's a great resource for me. Um, and, you know, just to be able to like telling me when I need to stand my ground on things, you know, cause I feel like that's sometimes as a parent, what you worry about is like, is my child getting everything she's supposed to, you know, is she getting all the resources that she should? And I feel like she's good at help, you know, directing me. Yeah. Um, when I have questions and things. So yeah, that's been just a real blessing in our lives for sure. So Rebecca will still wear the clothes. Yeah, she will. Yeah, she does. I mean, I, you know, I try not to dress her to in the baby, babyish styles as much, you know, but like she loves the rompers. Um, she loves, you know, the, there's a Chloe tunic that she loves to wear because it's kind of like got a high low you know, like, mm-hmm. and then she wears the leggings and, yeah, um, leggings. okay. Leggings and biker shorts are huge. Yeah. Huge. I mean, I cannot get, I, well, Sailor just graduated from leggings to biker shorts and I was uh-huh. so glad to see her knees for once. I thought, well, <laughs> so, um, do y'all have, so do y'all do the biker shorts or the joggers or do y'all just do the leggings and well, we don't do the bike shorts. We haven't done those yet, but we do do um, leggings and we have jogging joggers. Um, we do have some little like ruffle pants for the younger ones. Um, but yeah, the, my older girls will wear the joggers. Yeah. And, you I'm know, get some of those because Sailor loves joggers. They yeah. look so cute in them too. Yeah, they do. They're just real forgiving and. Yeah. You know, they're just, uh, they're flattering, I feel like, on the girls. Or my kids love them. Yeah, I I, I can see that. Well, do y'all have any, um, what do y'all have planned for, like, this winter for the clothing line? Do y'all have any, you know, things coming up or any styles or? I know. Um, I would say probably the, the, what we're doing right now is really, like, we're about to start our photo shoots for spring. And, um, we've really like play, we've really pushed uh, more tween things, you know, for spring, we have them for fall as well, but, um, the spring styles that we've come up with, oh, I'm so excited about, we have a new manufacturer that we're working with and they just seem to have like a real good pulse on like on trend styles. And yeah, so like we're more more contemporary fit. Uh huh. So we've got some more contemporary tween things coming, like ruffle skirts, um, and like these, you know, cool embroidery um, shirts and dresses, and like 
cool tape and things that we're putting on shorts and um yeah we've got oh and we're doing some bikinis oh, <laughs> um i say that they're very modest bikinis i mean you know they're they're very wholesome looking two pieces that um, but we've never done that before and we've been, people have requested that for years and we have finally given in, um, as our girls well, have gotten older, yeah. you know, well, it's like hard. It's, if you think about taking a swimsuit on and off as a one piece, if, if the children are really, truly getting out of the water to go use the restroom, which some do, right. Not all, but some do, if you have a two piece, it does make it a lot easier to go to the bathroom. Yeah. It does. And we still have tankinis and, you know, rash guard sets and things like that. Um, But yeah, I'm, you know, we're excited to see how those go over. Um, My tweens are excited about them. And like I said, they are still modest um, and not skimpy two pieces. Um, So the moms will be, or maybe the dads will be. (laughs) They won't be as uh, The dads will be happy. (laughs) <laughs> so like, okay okay I'll let my daughter wear that well what about the moms do you have do the do you have any adult swimsuits or just for the little kids I know we have not gotten into the mom swimsuits um but we are gonna do some dad matching swim trunks oh my gosh yeah it. it's so cute we're really excited and so they will match um, the girls' suits and the boys' suits. See, I think that's great because honestly, a lot of women don't necessarily want a pattern all over the behind, right? Or, <laughs> or you know, the chest area. And uh-huh. you can, and a woman, if we find a swimsuit that fits us, which if you started doing women's swimsuits, that's a whole other ball game. Oh, you know? It's a whole other ball. A I'm whole just not. Ball game. I'm not ready to get into all that swim cups and all that. You know, because you don't have to. Because not. <laughs> Designing isn't about everything matching. Sometimes things just need to marry well together. Sure. So like a stripe or she has mm-hmm. a solid swimsuit, something that she feels good and confident in. Exactly. She's going to be so happy that the rest of her family is quote unquote matching. Yeah. She's not going to feel like she's the odd person out because if there's another child in the group and the size is, is out or whatever, you know, they right. could also have something different. But yeah. I think dads and little boys it's so it's really cute because how how many times do you get to see that really yeah yeah well and they grow grow out of it too yes they (laughs) milk it while you can (laughs) I know okay so I do this little bit with each guest and it's the paint colors in Uh your personal home so it can be interior or exterior or both Okay. I didn't know if you could humor me and we could talk about paint colors. In the oh, paint. sure. I actually, I love color. So, and I love paint colors. So <laughs> this is fun for me. Okay. Well, I'm ready. Okay. Um, so I don't know if I told you, or maybe I mentioned this, but I d- we did just build a house two and a half years ago. Yes. And so, um, yeah, I got to use lots of paint colors. Um, and... I, I did have somebody help me with them because in my old house, I did most of them myself. And I felt like I probably spent hundreds of dollars on paint samples. If somebody knows what they're doing, just get their help. Yeah, that's how I feel. Just it was so helpful to have somebody give me good advice. Um, but my master bedroom, I used a color called Pharaoh and Ball um, Pale Powder. Yes, it's such a pretty. Uh, I love it. It's like such a soothing pale, pale green. And I feel like every time I walk in that room, I'm always like, oh, I just want to like stay in here. <laughs> it, looks, it looks more green than blue in your house. It does. It looks more green in mine. Oh, um, so it pulled, I it pulled. I, we did it together. We, I actually pulled that color the other day. Oh, you did? Before, mm-hmm, for my sales rep at Sherwin. Uh-huh. Um, to compare it for her room, it does have green in it. So if it pulls green in your house, that yeah. makes it interesting because yeah. it it the way I remember it, and I could be completely wrong because I'm not schooled on feral and ball, but it was it, it reminded me a little bit of sea salt, but it was more uh-huh. powdery blue. So for it to pull more green, that sounds yeah. good. Yes, it pulls more green in my house, but I do have another color that pulls kind of blue or green, and it depends really on the lighting and the time of day. 
And that one is uh, the Pharaoh and Ball Skylight. Have you heard of that? I don't have, no, I mean, they only have, Pharaoh and Ball, what, they only have 71 colors or 67. Yeah, they're not they as have, many. Yeah, they have a select group and I don't know their colors as well, but I, I do know some of them and they're, all of them are yummy. Let's just say yes. all Pharaoh Ball's colors are yummy. They really are. I mean, I've been, I've been really pleased with all of them. I used the majority of my house. <clears throat> I painted the walls in strong white by Pharaoh and Ball. Pharaoh and Ball. Okay. And then I added like accents to, you know, I added the color in more with my fabrics and um, my artwork and things like that. And so it just keeps, I feel like it's make has made my house just real like crisp and clean. Um, and I, after my last house was real dark. And so this house is like really bright and light and I just, I love it. It's like, it's been really fun, um, you know, to live, to be in a house that I feel like represents me. Well, do you, did you do your trim and the strong white as all also? I did the trim and all white by far Pharaoh and Ball. So it's a little bit, um, lighter. Well, I guess a little brighter, maybe more true white. And then the, um, strong white has got a little more creaminess to it. Okay. Yeah. But I know. So that's, so those the all are, white. So the uh-huh. ball all white is a little bit of a brighter white. And uh-huh. then the strong white is a little softer white. Yeah. It may have a little bit more cream to it than like a gray. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Yes, I know. Yes, I I know. You know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's not a lot of people that get Farrow and Ball because there's not a store here, right? Uh, So, did you get your paint? Did you order it and have it come in Farrow and Ball? You know what? Um, Sherwin Williams was able to mix those colors for me. They should be able to. So, any any paint store. So, anybody that wants to get a paint color can go anywhere and get the paint colors made. Now the computer systems have the formulas in them. What the, what the kink is, what people get wrong is when you go somewhere and you think, Oh, they can make my color. And this does not apply to you, but um, they can make my color and they do it and they bring it home because the formula was punched in and then they draw it down on their walls, which means rolling down the paint. Um, And then it's a completely different color. The reason why that happens, if it does, and it usually does, is because the base paints for every paint line are different Mm -hmm. and are different. And the reason why they're different is because they all have different manufacturers that use different products. So the, the reason why your colors look like they're supposed to is a lot of times if you go to a, a specialty store, not a big box store, but you go to someone that specializes in color matching, they won't just put the formula in there. They will edit the formula. They put the formula in there, and then we're going to look at it, and we're going to compare it to the paint chip, and then I'm going to look at it and be able to tell, do I need more pink? Do I need more umber? Do I need more gold? Do I need more black? And they'll, they'll adjust the formula to match the actual paint chip. So... <laughs> If you go to a big box store, they won't always do that. But if you go mm-hmm. to somewhere that specializes in it, like you did, and you mm-hmm. give them time, mm-hmm. you can't go there and say, here, I need this. <laughs> if you go and say, hi, this is what I'm working, you know, this is what I need. And you leave it with them. They'll work on it and they'll make it match. Yeah. And so, and Pharaoh and Ball has got yummy, good colors. They really do. I know. I've... I used a lot of, um, I used, those are probably my favorite ones that I used in my house, but they've do you have got any dark, such great colors. Do you have any dark or bright colors on your cabinets or is that, is that? Yeah. Well, okay. My kitchen, I did do the all white, but, um, I painted my laundry room. Um, I'm trying to remember what color that was. I did like a pretty green color. Oh, yeah, it was, let me like see if I can find smoke it. or something? Teresa's Green. It was also by Pharaoh and Ball. I'm so, looking up as you're telling me. That. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that's pretty. It's like yeah. a it's like a sagey sea-ish. It's yeah. so funny because have you read their names and why they named them what they named them? Like you know, dead salmon and stuff? No, I haven't. I bet that I bet it's interesting though. It's funny. I mean, they have yeah, dead salmon. They have a color called dead salmon and it's it's a really pretty color. It's I guess it probably looks like dead salmon I don't know it's like this (laughs) pinky beige color Uh they explain so they only have a certain amount of colors and they retire them and they only keep like a certain amount whether it's 67 71 75 I can't remember the number and then they give them these literal names and then they (laughs) describe how they came up with it there so each color name has this entire story behind it. It's super funny and weird. That's funny. I, I'll have to look it up. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to figure out, like, why do they call it dead salmon? Okay, mm-hmm. so is there anything um, coming up with Islet Ivy? Y'all have got some new stuff coming in the spring. And um, hopefully Allison will be able to come on and after. Yeah. Or you could be able to tell us all about it. But anything else coming up that you want to share with us? I know. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, besides all those things I was telling you about for the tweens and um, the swimsuits and, you know, we're always, we love input from our customers. And if you, like you said, you had some suggestions, just send them our way. We love to hear what our customers have to say. And if there's um, any suggestions you have, or, you know, I have a friend that loves her daughter loves rompers with you know, like, um, but like with the pants and like a short sleeve top and as a, just a one piece romper. And it's kind of like a jogger pant on the bottom. And so as I'm planning fall, I was thinking, okay, how can I take one of my spring rompers and add pants to it um, and do something fun and different for, you know, fall 2023. Um, you know, we're always trying to, come up with new ideas and stay current. Um, so yeah, we're always, you know, trying to find the next best thing and put fun stuff out there for the girls and boys. Well, I have um, said that I'm going to text you from my iPad. Yeah. And then, then you'll go, okay, I see what you're doing here. I see. <laughs> I, see <laughs> I see what you're trying to get me to do. Faith. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Yeah, thanks. I'm so glad you're doing this, Faith. You're great at this. Oh, you're so funny. Well, I just, I love, I love what you guys do. I know it's a good product. We've had it in our closet. It, like you talked about earlier with the piling and stuff, it doesn't do that. I mean, if you want a good product that doesn't pile, doesn't fade, you know, has good wear and tear for your children, I definitely love Islet and Ivy as an option for people to put their clothes in for their, put, put their children in your clothes. Cause it's, it's super, super cute. Oh, thanks Faith. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, come see us again and um, we'll get to talk to Allison next time and yeah, about her story. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks Faith. Have a good day. You too. Okay. Bye. Bye. You can shop for Islet and Ivy at Islet and Ivy.com. That's spelled E Y E L E T. A-N-D-I-V-Y dot com. They can also be found on Instagram and TikTok. Have a great day. Go shopping.